for your spirit we thank you for the blessing which you kept in your spirit for us to be partakers of your inheritance even that token which you gave for blessings for healing for healing our ignorance to heal our vanity to heal us from all unrighteousness for I would thank you we appreciate you for all that you do but I would thank you for today we thank you because you've answered our prayers we thank you because you are ever faithful we thank you because you are unfailing we thank you because you are everlasting we thank you for your eternal love which which you have loved us we thank you father because it is with great mercy that we sit to hear from you it is with great mercy that has brought us to this point in our lives for that we look back and we just appreciate you for all that you have done how you have led us into your light we say be thou exalted in jesus name amen Lord we come to you tonight we submit totally unto you we submit totally each and every one of us we are here under you tonight what may fate ni ba fresima under your power of your spirit amen father even under the unction of your angel which you have sent to declare your word to open your word to us Amen. even the angel which you have assigned in the spirit even to bring tidings Amen. to bring blessings Amen. even to cause us to understand Amen. we say thank you Amen. father we pray tonight that you would help us to understand Amen. for that you will help us to find direction in the Amen. spirit for your heart tonight in the name of Jesus father we thank you and we pray lord jesus tonight that your word that you have for us will be spoken 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, that your word will not go back Amen. to your void. Amen. That your word will accomplish that which it ought Amen. in our heart in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, I will pray, O oh Lord, that you would help us tonight Amen. to fully come on and to learn of your spirit to drink of your wine let us drink again let us drink again let us drink again let us drink again again. I will pray tonight that you you give us mercy Tonight, mercy to find feelings, to find wine for to baptize us to be drunken with your spirit in the name of Jesus. For that I pray tonight that we'll find help. Us that are here and everyone listening online, and those that will even listen to this message in the future, we pray, Father, that you will baptize every heart by your Spirit tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray tonight as we open your word, I ask, Father, that you will grant help in the name of Jesus. I pray for help tonight. Help me. Help me, O Lord. Help me to speak your word. Help me to teach your word. How you want it to be taught tonight. I ask for help. Help us. Help us. Help us, Father. Help us, Father. Not have any help. Help us. I ask for help tonight. Help me. Baptize me with your spirit. Baptize me with your spirit. Give grace. Give grace. For your word to be spoken tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I come totally and totally and totally under your spirit. Under your spirit. For that which you want to do tonight. I come under you tonight. Father, I submit my will to you. I yield my spirit totally to you. I ask for help tonight. I have no strength of myself. I am totally under your spirit for leading. Lead me into your word. Speak and give utterance in your word. Father, we say thank you. Thank you because you've answered our prayers tonight. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Uh, I welcome everyone here tonight. Thank you for, for joining us and helping us to, to fellowship and bring forth the word. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being here. Um, just say hello to your neighbor. Hi, neighbor. Hope you're all doing good. And we had, a, we had an awesome week. Oh, we are having a great week. Because <laughs> today is Tuesday, eh? So we still have a, a, couple of, a couple of days. Amen. Amen. It's like it's like baby only wants to eat the wheat too. <laughs> just just that is 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 perhaps not the bread of life <laughs> that is looking to eat right now. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I welcome everyone here tonight. Um hopefully 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 tonight is going to be a quick one. Amen. Um, I'm just following in my heart um, uh, what I perceive uh, to be the direction, and I'm just uh, looking to see where where to start. Although, but uh, I guess we'll start and then we'll see. We'll see. Amen. Amen. Um, one thing that uh, I know for sure is uh, needed in this season and in this time is is for for us to be to be heavily heavily dosed in the spirit. Amen. Amen. It is very essential. I mean, it it is also part of the foundation of our work generally when it comes to walking with God um, the the stage or let me say the, the initial stage of feeling is very essential <laughs> Amen um just just ignore that <laughs> that sound if you, if you can hear the sound amen. amen i mean perhaps perhaps there's a revelation there <laughs> maybe it's a teaching that, that that's how we should, that's how we should be testy and hunger for righteousness <laughs> Amen. Amen. If 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 you don't if you don't see uh, uh, what has to drink, we should go, we should cry. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Should be crying for for food. Um, and that is and that is true. Part of crying for food is a, is actually a sign of of wine in the spirit, right? Because blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Amen. Amen. 
Um, but those that are blessed, that hunger and thirst for righteousness did not begin by thirsting for righteousness. Uh, because it is impossible to thirst for righteousness or hunger for righteousness when you have not hungered or, th- or tasted of the Spirit. It is, uh, it is quite impossible. I mean, how will you get there is the question. Amen. Uh, I know on Saturday we kind of we kind of started talking about um, no, I know we journeyed quite a bit, but towards the end I think the things kind of um, they all come together somehow. And I, th- I think one of the things that was birthed is the you know you know there's a way men naturally don't hunger for God. Mm. Right, and this one, I think God was pointing us to, the, to an aspect where, see that hoping for the end, or hoping for God, is exactly a kind of hunger that will cause that to happen. And that is something you build from the early stage of our journey in Christ, or in God, or in the Spirit. Let me just put it that way. All, all together. Amen. Um, it is uh, very, very important. I mean, uh, I kind of, I'm, as you know, just as the you know, prayer and worship was just going, one of the things that I began to think about was just my initial journey when I started. Um, I know I mentioned that the uh, Bible was very boring to me. That time yeah. was extremely boring. I I didn't I didn't I, I didn't like reading Bible, but I have to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's not so funny that I don't even know how to read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, reading Bible is not just opening one passage. You know, you know so, it's so funny that <laughs> I I so much don't know how to read my Bible that. I just try and flip and just open one passage and read. Yeah. Or let's say I try and flip, 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 flip. I try to read and it's not entering. I just go to Psalm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a familiar, yeah. familiar graph. Maybe Psalm 91. Yeah. He died in the secret place of the most. That one it was very common for me. Mm-hmm. Because I, I remember my mother, I say that passage a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of the passages that you used to pray every morning. That dwell the secret place of the Most High, under the shadow of the Almighty. You know, you are, when you are going out, you have to pray so that you be covered. Mm. So that passage was very essential, and you know, money devotion would read Psalm ninety one. No? Mm. We have to read Psalm ninety one so that as we go out, God will protect us mm-hmm. as we are going out as, as we are coming in. Mm. Amen. Amen. Um, it was Bible. Bible then was was so boring, um, and I just had to to read what I can. It was, it was not until I started experiencing the wine of the Spirit in a measure. Not until that, that things concerning God begin to come alive. Amen. 
and it is it is and that this that area of things of the spirit coming alive is a very key is a very key experience that a believer should have amen, amen. i mean bible should be co- bible should be should become a living actually not not should well it, to to us it should become a living organism no, this Bible has a. This Bible is not just. I mean, it looks like a book, right? Like they just printed and they just wrote a book, but the scripture tells us that the scripture is inspired, right, by the Spirit. Uh, let me quickly let me read that in Second Timothy chapter three, in verse sixteen, and it says, "All Scripture." Is given by inspiration of God. Now, see that word, inspiration of God. See, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction. In righteousness, it says that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So it says, verse all scripture is given by inspiration. Now that insp- that inspiration or inspire there can't happen. If there is no wine, it's impossible. What actually brings inspiration? What brings? I, I don't know. Maybe this this is right, Sha. But you no, know, when I'm seeing, especially I'm seeing in spirit, in spiritation, <laughs> in spirit, I mean inspiration, right? So in spirit continuously. That's my definition. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. But inspiration is something that is given by the spirit. And that requires a lot of wine. It requires wine to bring forth inspiration. And this is what actually makes scripture come alive. Because it is given by inspiration, therefore, it must be accessed by inspiration. If there is no inspiration upon the word, it's impossible to really, really interact with the word as a living thing. And it is living. Because the word of God is living. Right? It's living. The word of God is living. And we should be able to interact with the word that is living. And that is how we gain life in a measure. Amen. Just in a measure. But this measure can be so great. Right? Because it is given by inspiration of God. Right? And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Right? 
so it is inspired of God, which means it, that inspiration is, is, is given by the Spirit. Right? So when Spirit gives something, it means you can't, it is the seal there is the Spirit. Right? You can't unlock it, you can't break it. The only thing that will give you access to this is Spirit. But, well, when you talk about spirit these days, it's a very scarce commodity. Mm. And it's also a very common commodity. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the right one is very scarce. Yeah. Right? And the bad one is very common. It's a common commodity. Like, like I was saying on Saturday, every t- and we prayed even this, this evening, almost every... Before, like you can pretty much separate between, mm. you no, know, I mean, I know, I mean, li- literally, in reality, there's no separation. I mean, but yeah. to man, to us, right? Mm. The way we have been, it's almost as if we can separate what is carnal mm-hmm. and what is spiritual. Yeah. But right now, you can hardly tell the difference. I mean, if you have light, you can tell. But right now, it's so sophisticated that you need. You need wine, and wine upon wine, every dose of wine, being filled with the Spirit, to be able to detect evil, or what, what carries a wrong spirit. Amen. Or, or, for example, now, is it not very, very, I mean, one of the common things these days is, I am not going to church, but... Um, I fellowship in my my room, right? And at, yeah. at, maybe, maybe at some time, no, that thing was very common. Yeah. Almost everybody was doing that. Yeah. What would bring that kind of a thing is the spirit. Yeah. And the funny thing is, when that thing was coming out, yeah. it sounded so true. Yeah. Oh, you can, and 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 it is engine on. That's the thing about Satan. It is engine on a truth, yeah. and then perverting the truth, yeah. right? Yeah. Because of course. You can fellowship with God, right? But now, Satan, now, wicked Satan, now twisted it. So remove yourself from the body. Go and, go and sit down in your room. Maybe you believe in God, that's all you need. You have fellowship with God, therefore you are okay. You can never be okay. It's impossible. Anybody that is doing that, literally, is what that person really, really is fellowshipping with is the Antichrist. It's as simple as that. There is any teaching that says remove yourself from the body is antichrist. Is not is not after Christ, nor after God. Why? Because when you look at the body, the body itself is a body that is. When you look at it, it is infused by submission all rounder, right? And then somebody now decides, okay, I'm going away, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I can do well in my, in my room. Yeah. What you are literally saying is this. Yeah. I'm removing myself from authority. Yeah. I'm submitting to nobody. Yeah. And I can be okay. Yeah. Some people, they will gather together, you know, form a group and, and tell everybody, don't submit to anybody, but you can come and talk. Mm-hmm. You are a believer, I'm a believer, you know, we can share, nobody is anybody's leader, you know, they will, they will bring that doctrine, and that doctrine is anti-Christ, because it's removing submission, right, and that's where, you, and in that kind of area is where you grow 
rogue rogue Christianity. (laughs) People, all kinds of life will just be flowing here and there. And you know, and it might seem okay for people that are gathered together, but literally, what they don't know is that little, that simple act has cut you short from growing. You you can never grow. The only the only the only thing you would have is a sense. I mean, people that do that, they hardly they have they have difficulty growing beyond milk. That's one thing I've I've seen. You know, and funny enough, I've you know I've heard this before, but it took a while for me to really, really understand what it really means, right? And the the time I understood it was the time when I understood what submission is, what. Know, how Christ arranged that we should be in the body, mm. right? You know, and what scripture talks about submission and being in the body. Mm. Amen. Amen. I mean, every, everybody should be under one way or the other. Mm. Yeah? And if somebody is in a church and that person is not submitting, that person needs, mm. <laughs> I don't know, maybe an arcane. Mm. It's, it, is, it is very wrong to be in a church and you're not submitted to the authority there. It is totally, absolutely wrong. I mean, Jesus is frowning at that right from, right from the throne there. So maybe when Jesus is looking at you, he say, you, I know you not. It is very wrong. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how did I even get here, Seth? Eh? I guess. Amen. It's very wrong. What God wants is that everyone should be under one way or the other. In whichever sphere or place where you find yourself, you should be under. If it is in the church, you must be under. If it is in the home, then there must be head and there must be that all that is submitted. That's why you will hear, I think Paul, when he was, he was actually talking from the church, then he moved from the church in Ephesians right, 5 or so, and then moved to the house, to the home, and I says, uh, Husband, love your wives. Wives, submit to your husbands, right? And you see that that kind of you see that kind of arrange everywhere. You see God's order. You see that kind of arrangement. Okay, in the church. Okay, um, Paul was telling Timothy, okay, you people submit to the leaders in church so that they can watch over your souls and peacefully. You see all that order there. There's a reason why they put it in there, right? Not, you, you won't see any apostle that taught a doctrine outside that. Mm. They will always point to submission. Um, when Odysseus, <laughs> so this was, I can't remember, when Odysseus decided to, um, I don't know how true this one is, but because it was just the story pretty much, was that he stole from his master and ran away, but it was it was under it was it was it was under his master, right? So when Paul found him and then was converted, Paul sent him back to his master. And I said, but he implored the master to receive him now, one as a brother, but not as a slave, right? And that if he had owed anything, that he should put it on his own account. <laughs> Pretty much telling. Uh, Philemon, not to, not to collect the money, whatever it took and disappeared. Whatever Odysseus is owing, say don't collect it back. Oh. Just receive him back as a brother. Because he got converted, right? Say receive him. 
now. It's to, it's, so he's telling Philemon to do ta- charity, mm-hmm. and then he's telling um, Onesimus to go on, the, go and submit, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at it, that mm-hmm. arrangement is actually just a summary of a home, mm-hmm. right? Husband is the head, wife submit, husband love your wives, which is charity, right? Mm-hmm. To love wife is charity, and then wife submitting, amen. amen. But, you know, the way the the world is and all kinds of things coming out these days. And anywhere you anywhere somebody you should hear, ah, this one I know I'm removing myself or something just any 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 small if that thing smells like somebody is not submitting in a way, ah there's no the leading there is not too much. Go and submit. That's as simple as that. That's the leading. Maybe the person is praying, ah, what should I do? Don't know. Don't worry. It's not that hard to. Yeah. We don't even need to pray <laughs> five hours. Your your solution is very simple. Go and submit. It's as simple as that, right? Oh. If it smells that in any way, you know. You know. And it's the funny. The funny thing is, maybe the the people around, maybe they they don't have. Maybe they too they don't they don't have grace or strength, mm. eh, to. Uh, you know, for example, maybe somebody is you know trying to do something like that. And you know this thing is smelling like somebody's running away from submission. But maybe you just don't like the person. Mm-hmm. You, may now, you may now say, ah, you know, well, it's not like that. Child. You, you may not want to necessarily say go and submit. Mm-hmm. That person has a problem. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. There, you can never go wrong when you, add, add, you put on that submission yeah. as a standard mm-hmm. where it is needed. You can never be wrong. Mm. Now it's only Satan that twists situation and make things look bad. Satan is just paints everything bad. Mm. Amen. Amen. If, uh, if maybe a wife at home realizes that in some area I'm not submitting, your solution is very simple. Mm. Don't need to pretend. Just know that in this area, yeah, let me just go and submit to my husband. It's as simple as that. Mm. Amen. And one thing that fight that fight that mm. mostly in the home is a feeling. Of being cheated, that thing I don't yeah. know. Yeah. A feel, and that feeling of being cheated don't necessarily come as mm. you're going to cheat me. No, mm. it can come as mm. you don't okay. listen to me, mm-hmm. you don't understand me. Yeah. It can come as uh, uh, what else? All kinds of all kinds of things it can come as. Amen. Mm-hmm. And the husband too is meant to love the wife. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because of time, let me quickly move forward. Amen. But, you know, that area of submission is very essential. You know, we left it. So, it is very important. So, all scripture, let me quickly go back to this. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Right? It is inspired of God. It, which means, if it is inspired of God, it requires inspiration to be able to fetch what God is saying in the scripture. Amen. Amen. And it says it's for correction, for instruction, and I'm just keeping quickly, it says it's profitable for doctrine. You notice that that's where they start from, for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. You know, for the longest time when I read this scripture, I don't want to say this quickly, then I'll move forward, is, you know, I, I, I haven't been able to resolve it like, because most of the time, when people 
talk about scripture is given for you know reproof for instruction i always think why okay i know but some people will come and say that is for doctrine is and you see all kinds of doctrine right is for the proof is for instruction and you see all kinds of instruction you see all kinds of reproof some people can claim well this is doctrine too so what are you saying then now mm. now occurred to me that in the scripture mm. where they ended it is for what instruction in righteousness and that's the key so if anybody if anybody is all kinds of this resolve all argument if the doctrine is not in righteousness if the reproof is not in righteousness if the correction and instruction is not in righteousness then it is not about scripture it's something else i want to say scripture you know anybody can just carry this to read it and go and carry it down (laughs) so when you take it i'm talking about scripture you can't, scripture is not just these passages written here. If the, if what is written here is missing an element of life or quickening, it's not scripture. Because it says all scripture is inspired. And that reveals the element of spirit there needed. Right? So it is spirit, purely spirit. So that is why the letter kill it, but the spirit give it life. Anybody that is reading Bible like a like a textbook is not reading scripture. It's just reading a book. It's not different from reading story. And that's why many people <laughs> said I know I know one someone I was talking about I was talking to and the person said to me that scripture is Bible is very archaic that some of the things they are irrelevant these days that to him it just takes the bible as a story as a book with a lot of stories mm-hmm. to teach us morals and you know to teach us you know <laughs> good good morals <laughs> when the person said that i just laughed i kept quiet i didn't say anything again <laughs> because i was this person there's nothing you can tell this story right now this story is not ready what i can what i can tell from that person's from that interaction is that that person is is totally ignorant of what you call spirit. spirit. Totally. And when you look at it, that person indeed doesn't, doesn't even talk anything spiritual or spirit in any way, shape or form. So, I mean, there's no need to argue. I just, if you just let the conversation, oh, okay, no problem. You just let the conversation there. Simple. Why? Because for you to see beyond stories and morals and all kinds of things in scripture you need spirit you need spirit so it is the baptism of spirit the infilling of spirit that makes these things come alive amen, amen. and it's so imp- and this aspect is so important that this is pretty much the the foundation of your spiritual faith mm. if if there's no wine in there, there's no, there's no way you understand righteousness. There's no way you understand faith. There's no way you understand Christ. There's no way you would understand eternal life. Mm? There's no, it's impossible because that's the foundation, that's the building block. Now, it, you know, for let's just say someone is exposed to you know, even all these things. If that foundation of Spirit is missing in a way. Mm-hmm. It will be difficult 
to connect the life in there. You know, most of the time when all these things are being said and preaching is going forth, right? You no, know, we are they are excavating what it means to be elect, they are excavating what it means to be chosen, all those things. Those things won't really make much sense. Even if someone explain it clearly like this, okay, one plus one, let me not say one plus one. Let me use Bible. When, when, when they put when they bring together and they say a chosen stone. A chosen stone becomes a foundation, right? Now, when you hear that, it makes sense, right? So it's not just the lingua, right? A chosen stone becomes a foundation. All right, what does that mean? How do you, how do you develop a kind of mind to be able to open up such thought, Right? Or statement. Now, it takes a spiritual mind. When I say spiritual mind, a mind that is heavily trained by the wine of the spirit. It takes it takes that kind of mind to be able to put these things together. And these things are in phases. Shapes, I would say, no, not shapes, they are in phases and levels the way they come to us, right? No, you might be able to tell, oh, this thing, a chosen stone is, you know, is a foundation. Oh, I love the word, the word is so beautiful. You know, when I heard that, you know, it's new, it's something, you know, I understand that this, this thing is it, right? But that's not enough. Why? Because you notice in the scripture we just, in, we just read in Timothy, it says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God, right? For doctrine. For doctrine. That's very key. And doctrine is not something you just understand. You need a spiritual mind to understand doctrine. When you are listening to it and you are hearing it, you don't even know it's doctrine. They might even tell you it is doctrine, it is doctrine, it is doctrine, it is doctrine, it is doctrine. It is doctrine. You hear that, and for the longest time, it will make no, no sense. Or let's say it makes sense, doctrine. But when you when you when, when they check the soul, when they check, okay, this thing you've been hearing, this content here, how does it, how does it, what, how is it interpreted to you? You need you need you need a tongue. Let me use that word. You need a Tongue. Okay, let me let me let me rephrase. Because when I say you need a tongue now, minds will be grow, grow, grow. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean by you need a tongue? Now, what I mean by that is this: when they say tongue, I'm talking about spirit. I'm talking about wine. Now, when you talk about tongue, what one of the things tongue does is it gives you access to spiritual things or mysteries. Right, so tongues is a is a way of interpreting something spiritual to a soul. Does that make sense? Yes. So tongue is a way of interpreting something spiritual to a soul. So that tongue gives you access to the mystery. Now, when I say mystery, it doesn't mean it is something you've not heard for, for you've not heard of before. Right? 
as you are reading John 3 16, for God so loved the world, you know that is a mystery on its own. I mean, how long have we thought for God so loved the world that he gave his only because it's only about getting born again? It's a mystery. The reason why we didn't know what, what it was saying is because we didn't have the right tongue for it. Now, right? Now, when the right tongue came, what happened? Light shined, right? Mystery was demystified, right? Now, when, when a mystery is demystified, tongue has been given, right? And then, what happens to the soul is that the soul is not able to interact with that word with the understanding that the tongue brought. Or brought. Or brought. Brought. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? So when uh, a tongue is given or an understanding is given, let me use that word, you are able to understand. And what you understand is doctrine. Amen. And doctrine doesn't start until until you begin to learn Christ. Doctrine doesn't start. So everything you are doing up until then is getting you ready for doctrine. Does that make, does that make sense? Now, one of the things that will get you, okay, how they get you ready for doctrine is they will dose you heavily, heavily with the Spirit. They will baptize you so much. They will, they will cause breakthroughs to take place in you in phasy stages eh? in righteousness. They will because all those things will have to be happening in you to get you ready for doctrine. That is the reason why you are born again. That is the reason why you are filled with the Spirit. That is the reason why they give you evidence of speaking in tongues. And that is the reason why they begin to lead you in the inward witness. You notice that what they train more, a lot, when you are growing, is not necessarily the gift of the Spirit. It's actually the inward witness. The gift of the Spirit may come as a plus, right? Because you have gift in you. Some, some, some gift transferred to you, you know, by birth from your parents. I, I mean... It's possible, mm. right? The same way you can inherit spirit. Mm. You know, bad things, you can also inherit good things, mm. right? Now, let's say some things are better in you by the spirit. You can inherit, or in, in your, in this, by your, better in your parent by the spirit. Mm. You can inherit a measure of it, when you, like gift of the spirit. But that gift of the spirit will not come into manifestation until the quickening takes place in you. Some may, you no, know, just the way God, you no, know, the way God moves things around. Mm-hmm. Amen. So one of the key things, ah, it's like we're going to close early today. Time has not gone too much. Amen. Yeah. Uh, one of the key things that we we'll see here is that God would continue to to increase you. In spirit and in and in spirit and in spirit and in spirit to get you ready for the time when you begin to learn doctrine. 
Now, part of that is training your mind. Right? They'll begin to train your mind. And one of the reasons why they want to do that is they want to kill a thought process you have. Or the way they, they want to kill the way you think and give you another way of thinking. Another mind. Another mind. Another mind. And that's one of the things I, I was even seeing on Saturday when I, when I, when I was talking about faith, that faith thing. So you know, there's just when you just go born again, that the heaven is training. Okay, believe, I believe God can do this, right? Faith towards God. Part of the reason for that is still to train your mind. Amen. Why train your mind? Because your mind is not yet spiritual. You need to get it ready to be spiritual. Does that make sense? You need to get it ready to be spiritual. So part of what God will then do is God will begin to fill you and fill you and fill you and train you spiritually in in how to think spirit, how to interact with spiritual things, how to engage yourself. And of course, you can't talk about being spiritually trained or interacting with things in the spirit without talking about the scripture. Right? Because anything you do outside scripture, ah, you don't know. Anything outside scripture, because the script is, I'll just say, anything outside scripture is death, pretty much. Amen. Now, what they use, why the reason for the scripture is for safety. That, and that is why a pe- pe- heart should hunger to understand scripture. We should hunger to understand Bible. Bible is safety. If we don't understand the Bible, we should pray for God to give understanding. God, I don't understand this thing about Scripture. What are you saying here? I don't understand. Help me. Pray. Why? Because it is through those prayers, those kind of prayers, that God can begin to kickstart processes that will lead you into understanding. Now, it happened to me in the sense that, you know, like I said earlier, when I started that, I didn't understand scripture one bit. I didn't understand scripture one bit. Now that's, and that's because the inspiration there is not coming to life. I was not, even though I am born again, but I am not yet quickened. I'm not yet quickened. Amen. Abby? Is it Romans? Let me see if it's Romans that talks about. God, God help me. I don't know how I'm going to finally end up in this aspect of. Time is going. Why is Romans disappearing? Okay, there we are.
We've not spent up to an hour, have we? Uh -huh. We are okay. We are doing good. Let's read Romans 8. Hmm. I read from verse 1. It said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, so that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is an enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Amen. Say now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. Amen. Now, what I really want to bring out here is that aspect of for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Right? Now, see, that, that, but they that are after the spirit. So, the word I'm bringing out there is after the spirit. So, if you are not after the spirit, right, you won't get the things of the spirit. So for they that are after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh, right? But they that are after the spirit, the things of the, that, the things of the spirit there is, they are saying, minding the things of the spirit. Now, to start minding the things of the spirit is a serious is a serious training that needs to be established in the heart. Now, most of the limitation we encounter while we are joining in Christ is because sometimes we are not fully yielded to minding the things of the Spirit. Maybe somehow we mind the things of the Spirit a little bit, but we are not fully given to it. Now, what I'm, what I'm trying to point out that the wine there is missing in a way. Now, the, the early stage, what, what every believer, if you get born again now, yeah, and you begin to, to serve 
God, you're beginning to learn, ah, okay, faith, or what does it mean to believe God? Ah, okay, I can believe God for that. One of the things that the heart should be panting after is to mind spiritual things. But we mind all kinds of... Part of, part of our problem is that we've, we mind too many things that is not spirit before, before God started curing, curing a whole lot of sickness. Amen. We mind now that what I'm seeing with this minding the things. So for they that mind the things of the flesh, for they that are after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh, is something that Jesus was saying to to Peter, I believe, when he says, "Thou savoured, savoured not the things that be of God." Now, this, this minding, spiritual thing, is things you savour. What, what are the things that are important to you? What are the things that are important to me? Wow. Right? Now, if you savour the things that be of man, now, all you care about, no matter how spiritual you are, what would really be value to you, key to you, are things that be of man. So, no matter how much you are growing spiritually, you would always resolve that growth to things of man. So, no matter, no matter if, even if you say, oh, I will receive power in the name of Jesus, you shall look for how that power will relate to producing something carnal, something you can see, something that is natural. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's like it's like evening evenings a uh, a uh, a uh, time. In the morning is very quiet and enjoying ourselves, but evening is uh, and that and that gum is itchy. Amen. Amen. I don't know what happened. It's after she collected the immunization that this evening episode started. Maybe, maybe it's in the evening that the thing kicks, kicks start again. Amen. So let's continue. It says, For they that are after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Now, so, um, what the heart should pant after or should long for are things of the spirit. Now, what, are, what, do, what do things of the spirit look like for someone that is really, really looking for God? Things, when, when you get born again or maybe you are just growing, one of the things that they have to be panting after is, let me pray. Pray in the spirit. Mm. Study Bible. Even though you are not understanding it, study, read, study, Read. What is that so doing? That so is digging wells. Mm. Mm. You are creating an environment for Holy Spirit to get things done in you. Mm. Some of us we have some feelings, mm. but what we need is more feeling. Mm. Mm. Now, how you know you need more feeling is this: mm. if the what you think about, eh, 
more 90% of your time are carnal things than spiritual things, mm. then you know that you need more feeling. Yeah. If in all your interaction mm. there is there is a nothing mm. that that signals experiences of spiritual that, or that trigger spiritual experiences, ah, that means more feeling is needed. Mm. Why? Because it means the spirit level, this the wine level mm. is low. It's mm. very low. Mm. Now, before I went back here. Like I was explaining, when I started and I said I didn't understand Bible, mm. I realized that my wine, what was what was missing was my wine level. Mm. My my wine level was very very low, mm. but I did not know. Mm. And in that little wine, mm. I was ex- exhibiting little little prophetic traits, and that was I, I knew it was very uh, me myself. I know that this thing is very low, but I knew there's potential. Now I was now search now me that time when I was even searching for God. What was okay? I want to I want to increase this this gift. How do I do it? Okay, I need to pray. I need to read my Bible. Okay, I need to actually I know I need to do so. All I know to solve that problem is praying and reading my Bible. Praying and reading my Bible, and. And apart from that, I also was desiring to just understand. Now, what do I want to understand? I noticed one thing. When uh, I'm with brethren then, or my people that I, that I interact with in church, the existing Bible, I always wished that I have an idea <laughs> of what they are talking about. That was, that was, that was my desire. Because they'll be talking Bible, they'll be just... And, and it's not as if it's any, it's not even any big revelation. Yeah. Just the fact that they're able to understand, they're able to remember John 3.16 and then yeah. maybe, I know John 3.16 is common, and then, and then remember, you know, all those parts of Bible where you don't even like, Habakkuk 4, and then they now remember Second Chronicles chapter 5, you know all those books that you yourself should be wondering. I mean, the New Testament uh, in the beginning was the word, what was God, what was God, that one you can you know, maybe try and remember. But apart from that, all things like, let's say, uh, Paul talking about this, this Timothy we just read, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And you hear people talk about uh, that inspiration is only God. And I'm like, I wish, I wish I knew how these people are doing this thing. How are they doing it? And then again, uh, there, was, there was a time, that time, that maybe because and before later later on, I I started getting close to Pastor Jeff, right? And then maybe when in the car there's conversation because I heard one thing that we used to each time I'm with him, I always those um, occasions where we need to go and you know is it a celebration occasions or something like that? You know where young people we need to go somewhere to someone's house and they hang out, you know something like that. So, one way or the other, I shall end up with him. Right? Right? And then we'll be driving there. So, inside the car, conversations are taking place. And the conversation there is pretty much about Bible or something else. Or something like that. Or about belief. No, something related. And then, maybe somebody now says something that is totally outside scripture. Pastor Jay will say, that's not scriptural. 
know, the Bible does not say that. Bible, then he will explain. I'm like, how, do you, how is he doing this thing? <laughs> now, what I liked about that was that is not scriptural. And okay, how did you know it's not scriptural? What do you, oh, I, I'm reading my Bible. I don't know which, what is scriptural, what's not scriptural. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I don't know what scriptural, what's not scriptural. I have no clue what's scriptural. And later I got to understand that he got that from Egin. Mm. Right? Because when you what Egin focuses a lot on is scripture. Yeah. Anything that is not scriptural, it will tell you that's not scriptural. Yeah. You can't find it in the Bible. Yeah. What does the scripture say about this thing? Mm. And then it will tell you. What okay, what does scripture say about um uh believing God for certain things? Then God did not say you can believe him. For okay, let me use this one because it was talking about in this book I read, it was talking about a lady that was looking for a life partner. It was believing God for a life partner, right? But there's another person that is not saying, Can I believe God for sister someone as my life partner? Not not said no, no, that's not scriptural. <laughs> you can believe God for a life partner, but you can't believe God for a particular person. Wow. Why? Because two wheels are involved. And the scripture did not... What did the scripture say? Now quote that passage about if you believe in your heart, you shall have... You shall have whatever so it is. So you see that scripture? Okay, it's not talking about believing God for a person. So God tells you, yes, you can believe him for, 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 some, for a life partner. Yes, it's scriptural. Now, now look for passages that I talked about, you know, people, you know, like, you know, like for some of that, um, is it root? Uh, that eh, Boaz, Abi, <laughs> you find your Boaz. Ah, I remember that. <laughs> you find your Boaz. Eh, how you be- eh, say you can believe God? Okay, how they both believed. The the man believed God was not believing for. Okay, whoever comes and he was believing God, he wasn't looking for root. Get what I mean? So he explained that, and that see that to be able to develop that kind of mind. Is a serious training. If you can master that, it will save us in a whole lot of problems and issues in life. And it will also fast track our yeah. growth. Amen. So you always say, that's not scriptural. So in my mind, I'm like, ah, how, how is he doing this thing? So secretly, I desired that kind of growth whereby. I can read my Bible and understand and know what is scriptural and what's not. But I was still doing my you know, prayer, you know, I still read my Bible. But then, and I realized that the reason why I didn't have that was because my wine level was very low. So, when I prayed to God, I mean, or let me, I know I read that Romans, right? The man dead, you know, Okay, I will rush. Whenever I get there, I get there. If I don't get there, if there's another passage in my heart that I wanted to to go to, but let me not rush. Let me just follow this thought. Amen. Amen. So it says, Ah, she has kept quiet. Interesting. Thank God. So, we notice that the at that time, one of the things that 
began to happen to me in those seasons that is that God began to increase my wine level. Amen. Amen. Let me read Ephesians. Uh, I think there's something else that I, I think I should probably mention, which is also key here as well. Right? But let me continue. Just so speaking to yourselves in hymns. And spiritual songs. That's the passage I want us to read. Mm. Do anyone know that what verse it's at? I think it's uh, chapter five or chapter four. Is it, there's Colossians. That one. If you can let me read it too, and there's one in Ephesians as well. Okay, Ephesians five nineteen. Let me open it in Colossians 2. What, what verse in Colossians? I think it was Colossians 3. Uh-huh. After I let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Verse 16, yes. Let me from, from... Can someone let me read Ephesians 5, verse 17? 17 to 18. To 19, actually. 17 to 19. 17. So, therefore, be not unwise, Mm-hmm. But understanding what the will, will of, of the, the Lord, Lord is, is. and be not drunk with wine when in excess, but be filled with, with the spirit, spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, m- singing and making m- melody, melody in your heart to the Lord. Lord. Amen. Amen. You see, in verse seventeen, it says, "Wherefore be ye not unwise." But understanding what the will of the Lord is. Now, when it says, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. What they are actually talking about here is the kingdom. But understanding, you can say, but understanding what the kingdom of the Lord is. Right? It says, wherefore be not unwise. But understanding what the kingdom of the Lord is. And be not drunken with wine. Wearing in excess. Aha. And that's it. We are, if you look at us, we are drunken with wine. In excess. And as a result, we have no clue what the kingdom of the Lord is. And as a result, we are very, very unwise. Yes, sir. Right. It's, it's called it's lack of wisdom. wisdom. It is, or let me say, the, it's the deficiency of wisdom that will make a soul not understand the kingdom. But be ye not unwise, right? But understanding what the kingdom of the Lord is. So that tells me. That what brings the understanding of the kingdom has to has a lot to do with being wise, right? It has a lot to do with being wise, which is also part of what Paul is speaking about in this chapter five, when he was talking um, 
about vanity of the mind. I'm talking about how uh, we are alienated, right? Due to ignorance, that is not. Now, that ignorance is as a result of lack of wisdom, right? When a soul lacks wisdom, it will be ignorant. Amen. Or it lacks knowledge. And you can't talk about wisdom without talking about knowledge, right? Knowledge gives access. Or with, when you have knowledge, you can be wise. Amen. Amen. So, because he said, they that be wise, they that know, they, are, they that know, which is knowledge, they are God, shall be wise, shall be strong, and do exploit. Right? And not they shall be wise. That, that, it says, wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Says, and be not drunk on with wine, wherein in excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Now, what deals, what, what counteract the, this wine that said, I'm being not drunk with wine here. This wine, being drunk with wine here, is actually referring to how we serve all the things that be of man. How we have been so much in love with the world. Eh? Once you are in love with the world, it's not about, it's not talking about, you know, go to club. That's some level of it. Right? You go to club, you smoke, you drink, you like parties, um, you carry men, you carry women, you know, all those kind of things that, you know, you can say that man is worldly. A worldly man, a, a world drunken man. So that's, say that word drunk is actually talking about love. Does that make sense? Yeah. That wine there, to be, to be drunk, it's like talking, talking about love. Mm. When somebody is, have you, have you seen a guy in love with a lady before? Mm. Or a lady in love with a guy? Mm. It's as if they are drunk. Yeah. Don't go there, no. I'm going there. Mm. Okay, come. See this, this is this, this, this lady. It's, going, it's not good. This lady is going to Kill something. Ah, no, that's the lady I love. Ah, I love her. I don't know why nobody would take her. Ah, or especially maybe, maybe, you know all those other that maybe family says, you cannot marry this lady. Ah, come and see. If the man, if the man is not in love, if the man will not even fight. Um, lady, sorry, we can't continue. You get what I mean? If the man is in love, the man will behave as if he's drunk. And that's the real reality. When a guy or a girl begins to fall in love, Person is gone, they are drunk. It takes it takes help to quickly rewind that. See that wine? Quickly rewind it. Oh yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It takes it and it takes great help for that to happen. Because when something has become love in the soul, it is hard to separate that from the soul. That is why God wants us to be when I say drunk with the spirit is to fall in love. Love fall in love with the spirit so much. Amen. Amen. Ah. Come on, come on. I thought it was one hour and that's it. You should, what, we should what? Fall in love with the spirit so much. Heaven needs to increase the wine. That you should be able to go days praying in the spirit. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
That's that's that when you are able to do that's a that's a kind of drunkenness. You are drunken. Do, do you know what would that what, what that would do to you? That that uh, happened. <laughs> I thought you were you're just quiet right now. Yeah, please can you maybe it's food again. Amen. So do not be drunken with the world. That's what it's really saying. And that, that, that can be translated to love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is... So that love not the world is do not be drunken with wine. Or do not be drunken with the world. Because when you are drunken with the world, you, you, you will be dead to God. Or many, many, many things inside you will find it hard to respond to God. Amen. It says, do not be drunken with wine, wearing in excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. See this, this thing that they are talking about. They are talking about an experience. Or a sign of being filled with the Spirit. When you fall in love with the Spirit a lot, you will see that things begin to come together inwardly, inside you. You begin to gain access, gain planes in the Spirit. Places, you know, in, in, the, in the realm of the Spirit, there are planes you've not been to. You don't even know what they smell like. You don't even know what it looks like. Eh? Imagine a soul that is not that hasn't entered the court. Doesn't know what this court smells like. You know the smell of the court is different from the smell outside the court. Mm. In, that, in that court, what they, they are killing animals, mm-hmm. they are sacrificing, mm. b- b- uh, offerings are being burnt. Mm. They have no, no. As those things happen, they are creating smells. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe the smoke of the thing has entered some of the materials, equipment in there. When you get there, there's a way that place will just naturally be smelling. So that, that is the that is the fragrance, that is the savour of that place. And in most times, that's how the realm of the spirit is. Each each place you find access to smells differently. Now, when you get to the court, it smells different. When you now move into the holy place, it smells differently. Why? Because they don't burn things there. What they what what they what they do there is they offer incense, right? They own the candle, and then it's only blood they bring in, and they sprinkle blood upon the altar. So obviously, that place will smell totally different from the court. Sometimes that's how the spiritual realm is. That sometimes when if if you've not been, if you've not invested yourself enough in the spirit, you may not find breakthroughs into places in the spirit. Sometimes when you are too familiar with a place, when you are praying, it will be as if nothing is happening. There's nothing wrong. You are, you are praying. You are not out of the spirit. You are okay. You are just familiar. You are just in familiar ground. Hmm? You know those times when maybe you are praying in the spirit and like there's nothing. Ah, you, know, you know those times that you, <laughs> you maybe you are praying like ah, it's like there's no spirit here today. The spirit there. Hmm? The spirit there. The problem is that that mind is, is being tricked. Because the mind is used to the area. And when death is adding its flavor, 
It will be telling you all kinds of things. It's like you're not in the spirit today. It's like uh, uh, you are not connecting well today. Wow. It's dead talking. Yeah. Keep praying. Even though it doesn't seem like it's... That, it just, just means you are in a familiar ground. Yeah. Keep praying on the Holy Ghost. Give you breakthrough into places you, you have no clue what it looks like. Sometimes you can be dry for... Well, I use the word dry, but you are not dry. You can be dry for days. Meaning that mm. you are just... God, what is going on? What is going on? Mm. What, God, what God wants you to do is to press in. Mm. Eh? Press the Spirit. Soak yourself in the Spirit. Dig. Let, enter, enter, enter God. Eh? Mm. Oh, yeah, I know... I, I, okay, I know some of us... I don't know if we listen to, some, to the... Um, well, not all of us were there anyways. There was something Pastor Jeff mentioned during uh, one of the appreciation uh, for his uh, wedding anniversary, I believe. He was talking about, you know, young people, when you talk about relationships, right? And, you know, getting, getting married and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. One of the key things that he mentioned is the single life is a time. That single time is a time to dig the well deep. Is it time... Single time is the is the best time that you are free ever. You can never be as free as your single days when you are no longer single. It's impossible because once once you move away from singleness, almost oh it's responsibility. You. Yes. <laughs> responsibility. I mean, you know, you know that all that. Uh, I want to get married. All those, all those things. Once you are married like this, all those goes, it goes away. <laughs> the next thing you come into is now responsibility. Okay, husband, how do I take care of wife? Even Paul said it. Wife, now how do I, how do I take care of husband? Ah, okay. And that's not, and that's not it again, no. Okay, how do I relate with my husband's people? Wife, husband, to ah, my uh, wife's people. How do I relate? Because you, perhaps maybe you think it's just the relation, uh, the responsibility is just you and. No, it's not, it extends beyond that. Both you and the guy, or guy and the girl, and then the family join, and all kinds of responsibilities that will begin to come. And if you say, because, I, I know this is one of the major problems for, for, I don't know, but I've heard news and stories, you know, from how, you know, maybe some women will say their husband does not have time for them, and then the husband will be like, You are a wicked woman. Don't you think I should go and serve God? I need 40, I'm fasting 40 days, and the wife will be complaining, Ah, I don't know. I think, I think it's only the church that, that is having my husband, though. Not that kind of a complaint. The reason why that is happening is because of lack of wisdom. God knows that you are married. Ah, time has gone, I'm, I'm slowing down. I'll quickly close. In the next 15 minutes, I'll end up. I went to meeting. Today I said I, I won't take too much time. And you know, after that, the wife will complain. Then the wife, the husband too, will be feeling, ah, this woman is not allowing me to serve God. No, no, that's not the problem. You married her. Go and give her time. <laughs> if that's what she required, uh huh. Go and give. God knows. See that forty days on the month you want to do. If she does, if she does, if she does not give you permission to go and do that forty days, you are going nowhere. <laughs> and all these things Paul put in the scriptures, he's talking about you know your body belongs to you, doesn't belong to you anymore, uh-huh. unless by mutual uh-huh. consent. consent you are 
if if you are not released to go forget it and that is why before you marry too <laughs> take your time to know whether the person you are marrying will give you consent to go or not hmm? because it's, it's not by i'm a christian you're a christian no they are both chasing different things if what you are chasing is different from what is chasing forget it if what you savour is different from what is savours forget it ah eh? so it is it is it is the time to dig 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 you what you would have after you are no longer single is in, increase in what you already have is addition it would it would take a whole lot much more effort to build what you would have built when you are single it would take why because responsibilities are there what you are thinking for is even different now now you now begin to think ha ah, my family must not suffer how do i take care of my family before when you are when you are single the only thing you think of is how will i eat today that's all and trust me, what will I eat today is not as difficult as how will I take care of my family? They are two different things. And scripture says having food and raiment does not ever be good. <laughs> it is easier to obey that that thing when you are single than, than when you are not. Yes. Yes. Abi, yes. imagine a man that, that is married and then not say, ah, I don't want to suffer my wife for this. Yeah. This, this, there must be a roof <laughs> over our head. Yeah. So that's an additional thought. And whether you like it or not, that man will take that thought. Mm-hmm. Even though scripture says take note, that thought will come. <laughs> because responsibility has been added. That thought will come. Eh? It now takes grace to solely rely on God. That's one. Two. And then a woman that understands. Because yeah. if not, ah. There is fire on the mountain. And, and, and. How that will happen is he, if they both serve the things that be of God. That's, that's the only way that kind of arrangement will work. Amen. Amen. Let me quickly fast forward because of time. So, another, uh, like I was saying, I think the reason why I'm saying all this is to emphasize the importance of digging deep, being, re, re, desiring the feeling, being filled. Because there's a lot that will do to you too. It will, that feeling would help cure a lot of dumbness in the mind, right? You know, in Corinthians, where uh, I'm, I'm, ah, I'm rushing. Let me not rush. One of one of the one of the things that the feeling would do is cure dumbness. The reason why we can't understand scripture, you know, you, you know, you can have a very intelligent soul that knows book in and out, but when they bring Bible, oh yeah, interpret Bible. The soul will be lost, clueless. But when they bring, can you please explain the mitochondria? Uh, or can you please explain for us how this tree uh, splits every season and you know give birth to other trees? Oh, oh that, that's very simple. Uh, you know, uh, in the process of tree, uh, you story will begin. You two, that maybe you you, you didn't study something, maybe like wow, this guy's a genius man. <laughs> But but let them let them bring Bible. Oh yeah, read it. Let us understand that and that what that what that tells you is see this realm of scripture is totally different. The mind you use to engage this 
is totally different from the man you use to study book in school. They're not the same. This one requires inspiration. It requires Holy Ghost in full. It requires wine of the spirit and a spiritual mind built. And what the wine of the spirit will do, right? The giving of the spirit, like I said, is to cure dumbness, right? In Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, let me read it quickly because of time. So now concerning spiritual gift, that's verse 1. So I, brethren, would not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away onto these dumb idols, as even as you were led. Um, so carried away into these dumb idols, even as you were led. And when, I think in, in that, that convention, where we, uh, that uh, convention about the excellent way of love, Reverend took time to explain this dumbness, that you were carried away onto these dumb idols, right? One of the reasons, perhaps, Fema, one of the reasons why I was explaining that is to, is to connect a thought, right? Uh, to connect a thought about how being dumb makes you less spiritual, even though you can be spiritually inclined, but you are not spiritual. You are actually dumb. Now, a spiritually inclined soul is any soul that believes in anything spiritual. Like, you know, you believe in witches and wizards. You believe... You believe <laughs> You believe that there is something beyond the natural. But that doesn't mean you are intelligent. You can be like that, but highly dumb in the spirit. There's another level whereby you don't even believe. You believe in something about, beyond the natural, but you don't believe in witches and wizards. That doesn't mean you are any more intelligent than... Those that believe in witches and wizards doesn't mean you are more intelligent. The marker there that separates anyone, because both of them are in the same category, what will separate them is if they introduce knowledge. And it's not just any knowledge, it's the knowledge of Christ. Once, once, once you get born again and you are learning faith towards God, that's a marker. That's creating a separation already. If you've not started learning faith towards God, or, the, or you're not drinking milk well, you're not drinking milk well, you, you, you won't have a separation from a non-believer, right, that doesn't even believe in anything, and you, that believe in something that is beyond the natural, but you, you are totally unwise spiritually. Amen. So it says, concerning spiritual brethren, I will not have you ignorant. Ye know that you were Gentiles. Now, Reverend explained this Gentile, what it means, right? A Gentilic soul is a soul that is removed from God, right? Now, when, when you know, he was using Genesis chapter 10 to explain you know, how Nimrod, you know, men were calling upon the name of the Lord, but Nimrod began to win men from God. He was a mighty hunter, Right? You see, Machanta, it was haunting men. When it's a haunting men, it's not that he was chasing them with bow and arrow. It was, Nimrod was a person that was able to create a belief system in the men that wins them from God. They no longer give themselves to God, 
What are they giving themselves to? You now carry them away. Lead them to idols. So you win them from God. Now lead them to idols. Then idols now begin to teach men. Those idols are pretty much spirit, evil spirit. And then they make men dumb. Right? Very dumb. That's how you can, you know, you can, you can, I mean, those that be in Nigeria, you can trace some of that dumbness. You know, you'll be wondering, why did we believe in this kind of thing before? Yeah. And that's when light begins to shine. Scripturally, you're like, wow, why did we? You'll be so shocked about how much of those idolic, idolatry has been brought to Christianity beliefs. Hmm? Part of the reason for all those, that's not scriptural. What is scriptural? Okay, follow what's scriptural. When you begin to follow Bible, you now realize that there's a lot of things yes, you believe yes. that has no root anywhere in the scriptures. Scripture. When you trace those roots, you now you trace it back to idols. Mm-hmm. You trace it back to believing in demons, all those doctrines of demons. You find that that's where their roots are. Mm-hmm. Amen. So say, so wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking of the okay, let me say yeah, as you were led. So, I'll go back to verse one. It said now concerning spiritual brethren. I will have you, I will not have you ignorant. So, what Reverend explained here, because of time, no, I think I'll just stop in the next five minutes, but wherever I will stop, if we can continue, we'll continue on Saturday. Where, it's a concerning spiritual, concerning spiritual, and this concerning spiritual is concerning the spiritual life of God. When I say spiritual, I'm talking about even the, the least, the very, 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 very least spiritual. Right, which is when you begin to learn milk, you have start, you've started spiritual. Right, what they are doing there is they are curing your mind from dumbness and then turning it to be spiritual. Right, is they are curing it from that dumbness, from dumb idols. What that what the teachings or doctrines of dumb idols has done to the soul to make it dumb, they need to remove it. And make you spiritual that means you are becoming they, they, they are curing dumbness, which means they have to make you wise. So they are increasing you in wisdom, little by little. Getting baptized in the Holy Ghost is a little wisdom given. That kind of is a wisdom because it's something you can use to interpret spiritual things. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm? It's, a, it's a kind of wisdom. Amen. So, what, when you now get, when you now being, when you are being filled with the Spirit, what that will begin to do to you, it will begin to increase you in intelligence. Spiritual intelligence. Increase you how to interact with spiritual things. How to understand things. And you grow in it. Amen. You grow in it. Eh? You grow from just believing God. You, do, you are not understanding Bible to understanding, even though you are not fully understanding, but you are understanding in a measure. How would they do that? They have to keep turning up the wine level. They keep turning up the wine level. Small, small. Now, and matter telling me first, when you talk about wine, when you're talking about wine, you're drinking wine, you know, when you're about, talking about wine, it's not just about wine alone. When you drink one, it's actually a sign that you are at a table that you are feasting on. That's what that means. So what you're doing is not just drinking wine alone. 
you are eating and drinking as well. Rabbi, I think there's a passage that talks about uh, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. I can't remember that passage. Right? So, whenever you hear drink, scripturally, when you hear drink, it's not just drinking alone. It's really, you're actually at a feast. You are not at a table. And there are, there are tables in every plane, spiritually. When you get born again, you're actually at a table. Right? When you gain access to the kingdom, you move into another table. When you've entered the kingdom and then you move into the holy place, you now come into another table. Amen. Amen. And then you now you know when you now when you're not end when you're nearing the end there, you now begin to enter another table that talks about, you know, in Songs of Solomon, what they're talking about is banner over me is love. You no, know, he invited me into his chambers, right? And then this, there's a table there, there's a feast that is happening there too. And it's the feast of those that are ready to move to the next level. Amen. So, when you hear drink, wine, they may, inter- they may, they may, they may interchange. Because what, what you will hear a lot, bef- when, scripturally, when, you talk, when, when, when they are talking about milk, is wine. But when you are beginning to near meat, they, don't, they, may, not, they may not use wine. They may use water. Yeah. But it's the same thing, or it's the same kind of, it's the same kind of uh, experience that they are trying to explain, but with different material. There's there's a water for you when you are just getting born again. It's just called wine of the Holy Ghost, right? Now I don't know how true this is. It's just a thought that quickly came to me, but maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know. It may be it may be wrong. It may be true. I'm thinking that wine there is used as wine because it's not yet doctrine. Mm. But when you, when you they start talking about doctrine, you hear water, 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 water. Then you hear blood, water, blood, water, blood. Mm. Right? Mm. But before you get to water, blood, what you get is a wine. So they, 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 they and because what is what is heavily present in that wine area is Holy Ghost. So when you hear wine, it's only goes they are talking about. Mm. When you are fully drunken with wine enough, mm. they don't give you more wine. They give you water. Mm. But that water can also behave as wine. Mm. It can behave like wine. Right? It can have the same kind of dealing as wine. When you are drinking water, it would, it would, it would look like wine. But with with a different touch, because that water intoxicating you will, will teach you doctrine. But Holy Ghost is Holy Ghost area of Holy Ghost. When you get born again, is not for doctrine. Only what Holy Ghost will give you is wine to prepare you for doctrine. And when it's giving you wine, it will increase level keep increasing the wine keep increasing the wine keep increasing the wine and increase and increase and increase and while that increase increase is taking place what it will be doing in you is giving you breakthroughs 
breakthroughs in the spirit. And those breakthroughs will be installing life inside you in a way to get you ready for doctrine. Now, I'll explain this and that's it and that's it for today. Now, why am I explaining this? What I'm just explaining is, to just give you an example, is when I mentioned to you that, you know, I, I secretly desired you know, that this is not scriptural thing, I wanted that kind of life. Let me, let me close my Bible. I began to pray. Then what happened? God began to increase me. God began to increase my wine. Now, when God increased the wine, what I began to experience are breakthroughs in the spirit. What happens is I can go for days and I'll carry a, a wine inwardly. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it's about to do, but I just know that I'm carrying a wine. No, it's as if Holy Ghost is on me. It's a wine inwardly. I'll just be in the spirit to be praying. Then... I may not have any breakthrough in the world because I don't even have understanding. I can't interpret the Bible well. But I was having breakthroughs. God was installing things inside me. I was, I was during those times, when they increased the wine, I was able to stop listening to worldly music. They increased the wine enough to some level. I got understanding. No, I can't be listening to worldly music again. It doesn't make sense now. I understand, or I was able to understand how that kind of thing interact with the soul. How sovereign things like that can kill things inside in responding to God. I stopped listening to worldly music. It was not because the somebody called me and said, Ah, you are a child of God, you cannot be listening to worldly music. It wasn't that. I just understood all of a sudden. I was if you ask me, I was drunk with the wine of nice. Nice was my wine then. When I see nice like this, ah, I'm drunk. The moment, the moment they, they play nice, uh-huh, ah, you say, yeah, see that, see that expression, ah, that's a wine. You, you can see that kind of a thing now in, in, in Holy Ghost. Maybe they, they just says, all the garment is smelling everywhere. I say, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of wine in expression. I say I close Bible. But you see that that part that I read in Ephesians that says, speaking to yourselves in hymns and songs and spiritual songs. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, that's, that's also an expression of wine. During those times when uh, I have no clue what Bible is about or even what spiritual song is about, all of a sudden, you know, those, when I'm carrying that wine inside me, all of, sometimes I could just break into songs. But those songs that I break into are normal, natural songs. Like, um, you know, Domwen. That time I was listening to one Domwen song. And it was like, when I sing that song, it was as if Holy Ghost is upon me all day. I sleep, woke up with it. Actually, in my sleep, I was singing this song. I woke up with this song. I will continue this song almost all day. And each time I'm singing that song, it's almost as if something is happening to me. Spiritually, but I don't know what it is. I just when I'm experiencing something. And I knew that God was doing things inwardly, even though there's nothing I can use to explain exactly what it is. But what God was causing to happen inside me was breakthroughs. Lands were being plowed to get things ready. Amen. Then that was my experience of hymns and songs and spiritual songs. But then I began to pray further. God help me. 
Because this thing, I want to be able to interpret Bible. Bible, I want to, I want to understand Bible. I kept praying. Then I jammed Kenneth again. Where he was saying that he did not ask. There was a time in his ministry. God began to talk, show him that prayer in Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 17. That says that... Um, the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Father of glory, will give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of Him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, you may know what is the hope of His calling, right? And He said that every single time He remembered that prayer, when He's free, He prays the prayer, and He prayed like that for six months consistently. Then after that, His eyes were open, and He was able to understand the Bible. This is someone that understood the Bible before. So when I saw that, I was like, ah, Iggy, you did this. I mean, I want to understand that. I will do the same thing. That's how I started as well. I kept praying that prayer. Anytime in school, at home, when I'm free, and I remember, I pray that prayer. And, and so funny, I didn't know I was, I was chattering the course for myself. Then all of a sudden, I got a breakthrough. One day, like, I, was it, did I mention last, last week on Saturday? The one, one day, I, just, I, just, I was just in prayer all day. The breakthrough happened. Then they called me for co-op. And I went for co-op. When I went for co-op, was something else I wanted to go and jam. When I got to co-op, then Pastor Jeff introduced Reverend Keith's message to me. And one, the, 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 the message I listened to, I don't know how I got there. I'm sure God must have led me to that message. It's growing in fellowship by the anointing. Because I was interested in growing. I, I just saw the title, growing in fellowship by the anointing. What the thing that interested me in that title was growing by the and I saw growing, I saw anointing. Ah, when I had the two together, growing, anointing, or more, this is I listened to the thing. Once I, I, by the time I finished from the beginning to the end, was wine, wine all through. By the time I finished that message, I knew that I was drunk. Then I I slept, I got baptized. You know, I don't know what used to happen to me. I don't, they, don't, they don't used to lay hands on me in the natural and I fall like that. I, I, it happens so. <laughs> but I, I don't used to fall like that, but I don't know. I slept. That is in my dream that the lay hands on me and I fall under the anointing. Ah, me, I knew that uh, what, what I saw is just what has just happened to me in the nat- when I was awake. What happened to me is what they just showed me. Since that, and since that time, my, the wine level kept increasing. And I noticed that what they kept doing was increasing that wine. Increasing that wine. So, randomly. Because one of, one of the things that I learned then was, you know, because that message started with a song. Dry beans are young. That's the, that's the first time I saw something like that in my life. But for some weird reason, I knew that song is a song better by the Spirit. After that, I bust. See that? So speaking to yourself to hymns and songs and spiritual songs, I now understood what that means because I was experiencing that. The whole lot. So randomly, I was just doing things then. Songs betted from me, from the inside, inside me. By the Spirit, just be, and I'll be speaking scripture. Scripture. Or maybe when we were in a meeting, because uh, I remember me and Pastor Jeff, then, when we started life meeting, then we just, we just or before then, we actually started prayers. When we are praying, we just burst into songs. And they will be singing about, about the message. Just keep singing. And they will, the whole place will just be filled with the Holy Ghost. And, and I noticed that during that time, 
Even though I, what, I was, what I started learning was meat, but I wasn't really experiencing meat like that. What everyone focused on more was increasing my wine, increasing my wine level. Because that is going to be needed in the journey. If you are trying to learn Christ, eternal life, and righteousness, and you don't have enough wine, you are going to struggle. You get tired, and along the way, you just uh, will continue sharing tango help us. If tangle is happening, it means wine is lacking. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So time has gone. I think I'll just put an end to it here. And I think the, the emphasis here is being filled with the spirit. That spirit aspect is very essential. Why? When while heaven was giving these experiences, one, one key thing that I realized is the way I was thinking was different. That means they, they are in, they are changing the mind to be to, to be spiritual. I was a Christian, I was a believer, but I was not spiritual. My mind, the way I think, is not spiritual. Because I don't I don't I have no clue what, what spiritual looks like. What does it look to what does it look like to be spiritual? What does it look like to love spiritual things? Amen. Yeah, nothing I wanted to say, I couldn't say it, so that's it today, man. That's it. But I guess I'll give you a clue. Maybe that will be maybe that will be a good start next Saturday, but we'll see. Mm. While all these things were happening, there were also things that I was doing that God was helping me with. But this spirit aspect is very essential to journeying in righteousness. If it because I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of minds. How do I put it? Spiritual, Christianly, Christianly, but I say spiritual. But when it comes to interacting with Scripture and trying to understand, you can see there's a there's a lack when it, with that wine. That's that 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 wine. There's a touch that wine gives. That mind. There's a, there's, a, there's there's no way. That one will be given to that, to that mind that, that the way the mind thinks would be different. Just get that one like this, that's it. Just drink that one, that's all you need. Amen. So we need more of Holy Ghost, more of, of spirit, spirit feeling, spirit feeling, spirit feeling. Amen. Amen. So that our mind can be transformed to learn righteousness, to understand to have breakthroughs in the spirit because breakthroughs are needed. We need a lot of breakthroughs. Amen. To be able to understand righteousness, to be able to journey and have strength for journey. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Any question? I know there will be a question. Nobody, people know they ask questions. <laughs> but it. No question? Don't worry. A day is coming wherever his exam will write. <laughs> Since you people will ask questions, we have asked my question one day. Quiz and exam. That's what we'll, that's what we'll write that day. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Father, for your mercy for tonight. Thank you for helping us 
to access grace to speak your word. Thank you, Father. Let us begin to pray that heaven will begin to increase our wine daily on an increase in any place, aspect where we are lagging behind, where we are lacking wine. That heaven will help us. That will help us with increased wine. Access to wine on an increase, on an increase, on an increase, on an increase. That there will be increase in the wine of the spirit. More wine. That we have access to more wine. That will be drunken. Will be healed. Will be healed. That we will not be drunken with wine of the world in excess. But we will be filled with the spirit. Increase in feeling. Feelings. Increase in feelings. More feelings. More feelings. More feelings. Ematavata. Is it that there will be rest, rest, restoration of wine? Wine on the leaves. On an increase. Esete venema sete bratavana. Emasete mata. Emasete mata. Emasete mata. Emasete zefene moshita. Emasete. Emasete. Esete venemoshita vata. Ezata, ezata, ezata. More wine. Wine on an increase. Wine on lease. Well refined. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your mercy and your word. Say be thou exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, we pray at Miss Sophina Halehite that by your mercy you would cause great help to be given for feelings. That will be filled with your spirit. That you will fill our cup. You will fill it up. You will fill it up with your wine. With your wine. That in any way we are lacking, we are lacking wine. That we are deficient in your spirit. That you will pour out your spirit. As you've said in your word, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. We pray, Father, for feelings. Hunger for spirit. You will bet this in us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You dwell between the cherubim shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim shine forth.